Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to another episode of the Career Contessa podcast, your shortcut to being more fulfilled, healthy, and successful at work. I'm your host, Lauren McGoodwin, and today's solo episode is focused on tailoring your experience to a specific job and company. You've probably heard the popular advice to always tailor your resume and job application materials to a specific job and company you're applying to, but what exactly does that mean and how do you do it? Oh, and why does it matter? As a former recruiter and now the CEO of Career Contessa, I've spent countless hours reviewing resumes, talking to hiring managers, and seeing which resumes land in the yes pile. I'll share my top strategies for how you can match your experience to the next job you apply for. And now, this is the Career Contessa podcast. If you've read any type of resume advice online, there's a really good chance that you saw many recommendations that you should tailor your resume for each job. You're probably wondering, is that really necessary? It might be tempting to skip it because yes, it does take time, but it really will make a huge difference in the number of companies that call you back and invite you to an interview. I'm talking about an exponential increase in callbacks, not a slight increase. Oh, I've tried both ways. I've had friends tried both ways. I have clients tried both ways. And I've even talked to career coaches and just trust me on this. Tailoring your resume is not as hard as it sounds either. I'll take you through it step by step. But first, let's talk about the problem with not tailoring your resume for that specific job. Most job seekers will create a resume with one goal in mind. They want to be as impressive as possible. That's not actually what a hiring manager is looking for, though, especially not at first. Hiring managers are not evaluating how impressive you are or how smart you are or anything like that. They're taking your resume, putting it side by side with the job description and deciding if you have the skills and experience needed to do that specific job. Because you know what? Recruiters, they've got a lot of jobs to fill, right? And they need to take the resumes that are the best fit to the hiring manager. So the first thing that the hiring manager is going to ask them is, how do you know they're a fit for the role? So that's what they're looking for. They want to see evidence that you can come in and perform well from day one. When you create a general resume with the goal of showing all of your impressive experience, what you're doing is not in line with what the company is checking for. There's a real disconnect and that causes a lack of callbacks. This all happens because you made your resume about you. When you tailor a resume to a specific job, it becomes about them. And that's how you get that interview. 
All right. So now that we know why this matters up next, I'll show five ways that you can tailor your resume for a specific job. Number one, identify what's most important to the company. The key to making your resume attractive to a company is to tailor it to the job description. You can use the job description to figure out their needs and priorities and then make your resume mirror that. Things to look for. What responsibilities are mentioned first? What's mentioned lower down and might be less important? What specific requirements or qualifications do they list? What about specific software or tools they want you to know how to use? Are their themes repeated throughout? Like they keep talking about leadership or your amazing organization skills or collaboration skills. Here's what I would do is I would print out the job description and highlight the things in the job description that really stand out. And this includes anything that's mentioned over and over again. So if you see the word organization or multitasking mentioned multiple times, they're letting you know that that's a key word. That's a key skill that they want the next person to have for the job. Next, a little hack that I love that will help you with all this is go find other job descriptions for the same job title at similar companies. For example, if you're applying to be a recruiting coordinator at a financial company, see if you can find a few other job descriptions for a recruiting coordinator. And I'm using air quotes because if you can use the exact job title, that's the best, but it can also just be a job title that's really similar. You can use the big job search sites to help you find these. So like ZipRecruiter, Indeed, and LinkedIn. So what you'll do is you'll go to LinkedIn and you'll just type in recruiting coordinator. And if it lets you pick the type of industry, say financial. So what you're trying to do is to find job descriptions that are really similar to what you are making or tailoring your resume for. When you find five that are similar, print them out. Highlight the skills and responsibilities that are repeated over and over again and those five new job descriptions as well. So you'll have your five other job descriptions. Ideally, they're all recruiting coordinator or they're all operations associate or whatever the job title is that you're applying for within similar industry or companies. And then you're going to use the job description of the job you're actually applying for. And you're going to use a highlighter, print all these out and just start creating this master list of What do you see repeated over and over again? Hi, everyone. It's Aaliyah, and I wanted to pop in for a quick break to talk about some of our amazing partners. The Queer Contessa podcast is supported by our friends at Chime. Chime is an online-only financial technology company, and here's why it is great. We've covered a lot of finance and money topics on our show, and a common tip that somehow always comes up is to take stock of your current bank, credit card, savings account, and just overall financial situation and ask yourself, is it still serving you? Are there ways that you can lower payments? Are you paying unnecessary fees that you don't even realize? If you're looking to switch to a more easy and instant banking option, Chime might actually be perfect for you. Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. It has no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, or minimum balance fees. And you can access your money fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Eleven, and CVS. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime. And again, it's fee-free for you with no cash-out fees for them. Also, speaking of optimizing your finances, Chime lets you round up purchases to the next dollar and save the remainder so you can save without even really thinking about it. Chime, no monthly fees, no vibe killing fees. Signing up for a Chime checking account only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com slash Contessa. 
That's chime.com slash Contessa. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank NA, members FDIC. Out-of-network ATMs, withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. If you're tired of hearing the same old judgmental, shaming financial advice about buying too many lattes from old white men who conveniently ignore issues like systemic oppression, it's time to join us on Financial Feminist. I'm Tori Dunlap, globally recognized money speaker and educator, and I'm a part of a new guard of financial educators. On Financial Feminist, we don't just talk about money. We talk about the ways women are affected differently by money. We're feminist first, acknowledging that your financial savviness has less to do with your weekly coffee order and everything to do with the fact that we live in a patriarchal society that gatekeeps women, people of color, and other minorities out of conversations and education about money. With fascinating guests like Nadia Okamoto, Maya Vander, Justin Baldoni, Christy Carlson Romano, Queen Herbie, and more, we dive into topics like menstrual justice, the investing gap, diet culture, the psychology of money, and more. Plus, you get bi-weekly how-to episodes like how to start investing or how I saved $100,000 at age 25. We're smashing the patriarchy and getting rich one episode at a time. Subscribe to Financial Feminist wherever you're listening now. You're going to create this master list. Those are the top keywords or the essential phrases that you will want to repeat in your resume and maybe even cover letter if you write one, right? So now you've got this master list of here are the top keywords, phrases, software, whatever it is that this job title recruiting coordinator in this example is looking for. Number two, you want to match your resume content with the job description, including this list of keywords that you've created. Now that you understand a bit about what the company wants, look at your resume. You want to tailor your resume to the job description, starting by matching the most important things on the job description with the most visible areas on your resume. I'd like to start by creating a master resume that includes all my experience and use as many bullet points under each job to talk about what you did there. I'm going to call this my master resume, and no one's ever going to actually see this outside of me, which is why you can put every single piece of experience, and you can make as many bullet points per job as you want. Now, I want you to take that master resume and tailor it for this specific job. Using the job description, you can cut anything from the master list that isn't relevant to what the new job is looking for. You can even cut entire previous jobs. For example, if you're applying to work in sales and a job you had, I don't know, over five years ago was in creative design, you can probably remove that role from your resume altogether. Because remember, your master resume is something that you're going to tailor and edit every single time you apply for a job. But right now, we're creating that very specific resume that's tailored to this specific job. If you're looking for your first job, you can tailor your education and other related experience instead. So it's the same concept, whether it's your first job or your 100th job. Next, we want to rewrite or polish the bullet points so they sound more like the job description and reflect that list of keywords we created. And you'll want the most relevant bullet points to go at the top. If the job description emphasizes leadership, don't talk about all your individual accomplishments first. Instead, Put a bullet point that mentions any leading you've done, taking lead on projects, training, supervising others. No matter how small, find a way to demonstrate leadership because you know from the job description they want someone with leadership skills. Then you can list your individual accomplishments. 
Maybe the individual part was 90% of your last role and leadership was only 10%. It doesn't matter. Mention the leadership part first, just like the job description did. If you have multiple positions on your resume, you're going to tailor every single one of them. If this is overwhelming, there's one other way you can do this. You can make a two-column list. On the left side, you will put your list of keywords or responsibilities from the job descriptions that you pulled. On the right side, you will write out the specific experience you have that is relevant or related to that keyword. For example, if the role is looking for someone with strong communication skills, put that on the left side. And then on the right side, kind of like you're connecting the two things, you're going to write about your communication skills with an example. So really, that's where you're going to say, okay, they're looking for someone with strong communication skills. Let me think about a time or an example or what will eventually become a bullet point where I'm going to be highlighting my strong communication skills. And the formula that I like to use for bullet points is what you did plus how you did it equals your results. So like I said, you can kind of go about making these bullet points one of two ways. I think it's best to start with a master resume and then tailor them from there. But if that's really overwhelming, you can always start by having their list and then thinking about the experience you have that's related to each one of those items. Number three on the list is reorder, add, or remove. You can accomplish what I just described with a few different methods. First, you can reorder the bullet points and info you already have. Push the most relevant experience to the beginning of each section and move other less relevant pieces lower down. I'm mentioning this first because it's the easiest. You're just cutting and pasting different pieces with no writing needed. Next, you can write new bullet points. You might see something on the job description, realize it's not mentioned on your resume at all, but it's something you do have a bit of experience with. So you'll want to add it. And finally, you can remove or delete information if the new bullet points you've added have made it redundant or if it's just not relevant at all. Here's a good way to know whether to remove something. Ask yourself if a company will be confused by any of this information you provided. If you think the hiring manager or the recruiter is going to ask, why did they think it made sense to include this information? Then maybe you should remove it. Or if you need to save space or make room, you can delete some of your old bullet points to make room for the new tailored information that you're adding. Personally, I really love a one-page resume, but I would say max two pages on the resume rule of space. As a final note, you can reorder whole sections of your resume as well. For example, you can move your education section above or below your experience section. For most cases, you'd want it below. As a general rule of thumb, the first thing the hiring manager or the recruiter wants to see is your most recent experience. So you'll basically list those in reverse chronological order, which is just a fancy way of saying your most recent experience up at the top. So the less they have to dig for it, the better. Here's another little hack I have about experience. Let's say you are applying for a job and two jobs ago, you had the most relevant experience to that. You can also reword your sections for experience by saying relevant experience and then additional experience. So your resume could be relevant experience up at the top. You could list a job that you had maybe two jobs ago up at the top. And under additional experience, you would list your most recent job. That's a way to basically put your most relevant information up at the very, very top. That's just something you can do in case what you've done recently isn't actually that relevant to what you're applying for next. But I know that there are also jobs out there where a hiring manager can't even consider interviewing you without seeing that you have specific education and training required. Think healthcare or teachers, et cetera. 
So in that case, you can consider putting your education up top. Use your best judgment based on the job description. Did they mention these qualifications right off the bat or was it an afterthought near the bottom? That will really help you decide what you put at the top and what sections you put maybe a little lower down. If you're a fan of it, sushi is incredible, but gas station sushi, not so much. And I've actually never had gas station sushi. However, I assume it's not great. And for the sake of this metaphor, stick with me. Okay, so sushi is incredible. Gas station sushi is not. So finding the right sushi makes all the difference. And the same goes for finding the right doctor that you didn't know I was going to take the metaphor there. Well, I am because I want to talk about ZocDoc. With ZocDoc, you can find the right doctor for you in your network and in your neighborhood. One that makes you feel like you're in good hands, you're supported, and you're heard, even if you're telling them about your favorite sushi place. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. This is so amazing. I dealt with major chronic illness issues a few years ago, and the way I was hopping from one specialist to another, it was just way too much. I wish I used ZocDoc because on ZocDoc, you can find every specialist under the sun. Plus, the website and app are just so easy to use. It's honestly just such a relief to go onto their website or app because it looks so nice and you can just filter for the type of doctor you need in your zip code and it immediately pulls up a nice and neat list and a map of your area and all of the patient reviews. The best part is that you can also find and review local doctors and read these verified patient reviews from real people who made real appointments. So now when you walk into that doctor's office, you're all set to see someone in your network who gets you. Also, when you book an appointment, it shows you in-person and remote options, so you can really make it work for your own schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com Contessa and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com Contessa. One more time, ZocDoc.com Contessa. So you all may have heard my mini How to Become series here on the Career Contessa podcast where I interview experts about how to become a certain profession. And the number one advice for people looking to transition into a new career in any role is to invest in learning the thing that you want to do. And now more than ever, that doesn't just mean you have to enroll in a traditional degree program at a university. If you're looking to make a change in your career and are considering coding, I highly recommend you check out Sabio. Sabio is a female-owned and operated coding bootcamp and developer community. Sabio has been training successful software engineers since 2013, and their alumni are working at some of the most interesting companies around, like Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Activision, the list goes on. Sabio isn't just an average coding bootcamp either. You do learn to code, but you also gain real-life experience and graduate ready to start a real, high-paying tech job. And as Lauren has talked about on this episode, this is so crucial. Your experience will already be tailored to the job you are applying for. In just 17 weeks of remote learning, you could be starting a whole new career. Sabio could change your entire life. Visit our special URL, sabio.la contessa to learn how you can qualify for a $5,500 Women in Tech scholarship. That's sabio.la contessa. Don't wait. 
One more time, that's go to sabio.la slash Contessa today to learn more. Number four, provide compelling evidence. Not all bullet points are created equal. Let's say you read that multitasking is a big challenge in the job you're applying for. So you decide to tailor your resume for it. Do you think writing, quote, excellent multitasker in your resume is going to be impressive or convincing enough? Do you think having one bullet point saying, quote, frequently required to multitask on your most recent job will impress the hiring manager? There's no way. You need to provide specifics, facts, figures, examples, stories, something that shows the hiring team that you can come in and be effective in the job right away. Here's what you could put as a bullet point for this example above. You could say, quote, manage four to five simultaneous projects, including all timelines, goals, and results frequently required to make scheduling adjustments as new projects were initiated. That's really convincing. And it gives them an example. They can see this work in their head, right? It's not you just telling them, you're also showing them. Other ideas for facts and figures to include are percentages. You could talk about an increase in sales or growth that you contributed to where you're sharing the percentage of that sales or growth dollar amounts. Did you manage a certain budget? Did you work with customers that were worth a certain amount or projects that were worth a certain amount? Maybe an advertising budget or a team budget. So can you include dollar amounts? Another option to include when it comes to facts and figures is number of people. So instead of saying you trained new employees, maybe it's I trained four new employees. Instead of saying that you collaborated with suppliers, maybe you could say interacted with up to 10 suppliers on a daily basis. Also geography. Don't forget that you can say that you manage work with various clients across, you know, two different continents or across five different states. So instead of just saying you collaborated with other teams, you can get more specific by talking about the geography. Number five, my final tip is review everything. Once you're comfortable that you've covered everything possible on your resume in terms of what the job description asks for, do what the hiring manager would do which is lay your resume side by side with the job description and glance through it. Does everything fit and make sense? Will the company be able to clearly see why you chose to apply for this position and why you're interested? Or are they going to say, hmm, I don't know why this person thought to apply here, or this resume isn't really tailored and specific. I'm having to work too hard to figure out why this person is a fit for the role. That's what you want to avoid. You want to go through your resume and literally highlight the keywords from your original list so you know that you put these into your resume. This is also important because applicant tracking systems will often use keywords to sort resumes. So the more keywords you have in your resume, the better the odds that a real person will eventually review it. Okay, tailoring your resume to a job will also help you in the interview process. So if you follow the steps that I just talked about, you're going to be way better prepared than other candidates for the interview. You're going to have a better understanding of the job and the employer's needs. You can make sure your interview answers are laser targeted and relevant. For example, when they ask, tell me about yourself, instead of just naming random facts or pieces of work or experience, you'll be able to focus on what's most relevant for their job. You can talk about the pieces of experience and accomplishments that best demonstrates you'll be able to see in their job. That's going to get you a whole lot more job offers. So taking the time to learn how to tailor your resume to a job won't just get you more interviews. It'll help you turn those interviews into probably bigger and more job offers. 
All right. So let's final step. What should you do next? As a final note, if you're applying for a few different types of positions, create a master copy of each. I worked with a friend in this scenario a few years back when she was looking to either continue as a recruiter or go into corporate sales. She was getting absolutely no responses from her general resume because it wasn't tailored enough to either specific role. Having only one master resume that you use for all your job applications isn't going to make you stand out because one general resume won't appeal to every employer, especially in two entirely different areas of work. Oh, and if you're thinking that you can go half and half with the master resume, you're wrong. (laughs) You still won't please all the specific recruiters and companies. So skip that horrible idea as well. I know that you're just trying to be efficient and maybe even a little lazy because no one really wants to create a new resume, but I promise you it's not even worth your time to apply unless you're going to tailor the resume for a specific role and company. If you try to make your resume good enough for every job out there, the reality is it won't be good enough for any job and you need to tailor it. My friend didn't see any results in that job search until she created two separate resumes. And then after tailoring her resume further with the method above, things really took off. She went from no callbacks to over five the next week. So if you've been applying for jobs and not getting anywhere, try this. Create one master resume and then tailor it to match the specific experience the job description is looking for each time you apply for a job. And don't forget to follow that little hack where you find similar job descriptions for the same job title. Create that master list of keywords and make sure that your resume includes those keywords. And then if you get that callback for the interview, make sure you use those keywords or those responsibilities or softwares or whatever they've told you is important to them. Make sure you also tailor your interview answers for that as well. Thank you for listening to another one of my solo episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. And you can do that by leaving a review and rating the show. And that way I'll know to create more. You can also DM me directly on our Instagram. It's at Career Contessa to let me know what topics you'd like me to cover in the future. Lastly, if you're looking for more advice from me on the topic of tailoring your resume, check out our best-selling course, The 24-Hour Resume Makeover. Not only will I show you how to create a master resume and a tailored version for each job, I will also give you over four resume templates that work for the applicant tracking systems, recruiters, and beyond. No design skills needed. Just follow my advice, plug it into your pre-designed template, and apply. Link in the show notes to learn more about the 24-hour resume makeover course. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.